Part 1, Chapter 1, The Principle of Creation Throughout history, people have anguished over the fundamental questions of human life and the universe without arriving at satisfying answers. This is because no one has understood the root principle by which humanity and the universe were originally created. To approach this topic properly, it is not enough to examine resultant reality. The fundamental question is that of causal reality. Problems concerning human life and the universe cannot be solved without first understanding the nature of God. This chapter deals extensively with these questions. Section 1. The Dual Characteristics of God and the Created Universe Section 1.1. The Dual Characteristics of God How can we know the divine nature of the invisible God? One way to fathom His deity is by observing the universe which He created. Thus, St. Paul said, Ever since the creation of the world, His invisible nature, namely His eternal power and deity, has been clearly perceived in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. Romans chapter 1 verse 20 Just as a work of art displays the invisible nature of its maker in a concrete form, everything in the created universe is a substantial manifestation of some quality of the Creator's invisible, divine nature. As such, each stands in a relationship to God. Just as we can come to know the character of an artist through his works, so can we understand the nature of God by observing the diverse things in creation. Let us begin by pointing out common elements which are found universally throughout the natural world. Every entity possesses dual characteristics of yang, masculinity, and yin, femininity, and comes into existence only when these characteristics have formed reciprocal relationships, both within the entity and between it and other entities. For example, subatomic particles, the basic building blocks of all matter, possess either a positive charge, a negative charge, or a neutral charge, formed by the neutralization of positive and negative constituents. When particles join with each other through the reciprocal relationships of their dual characteristics, they form an atom. Atoms, in turn, display either a positive or a negative valence. When the dual characteristics within one atom enter into reciprocal relationships with those in another atom, they form a molecule. Molecules formed in this manner engage in further reciprocal relationships between their dual characteristics to eventually become nourishment fit for consumption by plants and animals. Plants propagate by means of stamen and pistil. Animals multiply and maintain their species through the relationship between males and females. According to the Bible, after God created Adam, he saw that it was not good for the man to live alone. Only after God created Eve as Adam's female counterpart did he declare that his creations were very good. Even though atoms become positive or negative ions after ionization, each still consists of positive nucleus and a negative electrons in stable unity. Similarly, each animal, whether male or female, maintains its life through reciprocal relationships of yang and yin elements within itself. The same holds true for every plant. In people, a feminine nature is found latent in men, and a masculine nature is found latent in women. Moreover, Every creation exists with correlative aspects, inside and outside, internal-external, front and rear, right and left, up and down, high and low, strong and weak, rise and falling, long and short, wide and narrow, east and west, north and south, etc. The reason for this 
is that everything is created to exist through the reciprocal relationships of dual characteristics. Thus, we can understand that everything requires for its existence a reciprocal relationship between the dual characteristics of yang and yin. However, there is another pair of dual characteristics in reciprocal relationship which are even more fundamental to existence than the dual characteristics of yang and yin. Every entity possesses both an outer form and an inner quality. The visible outer form resembles the invisible inner quality. The inner quality, though invisible, possesses a certain structure which is manifested visibly in the particular outer form. The inner quality is called internal nature, and the outer form or shape is called external form. Since the internal nature and external form refer to the corresponding inner and outer aspects of the same entity, the external form may also be understood as a second internal nature. Therefore, the internal nature and external form together constitute dual characteristics. Let us take human beings as an example. A human being is composed of an outer form, the body, and an inner quality, the mind. The body is a visible reflection of the invisible mind. Because the mind possesses a certain structure, the body which reflects it also takes on a particular appearance. This is the idea behind a person's character and destiny being perceived through examining his outward appearance by such methods as physiognomy or palm reading. Here, mind is the internal nature and body is the external form. Mind and body are two correlative aspects of a human being. Hence, the body may be understood as a second mind. Together, they constitute the dual characteristics of a human being. Similarly, all beings exist through the reciprocal relationships between their dual characteristics of internal nature and external form. What is the relationship between internal nature and external form? The internal nature is intangible and causal and stands in the position of subject partner to the external form. The external form is tangible, resultant, and stands in the position of an object partner to the internal nature. The mutual relationships between these two aspects of an entity include internal and external, cause and result, subject partner and object partner, vertical and horizontal. Let us again use the example of a human being, whose mind and body are his internal nature and external form respectively. The body resembles the mind and moves according to its commands in such a way as to sustain life and pursue the mind's purposes. Mind and body thus have a mutual relationship of internal and external, cause and result, subject partner and object partner, vertical and horizontal. Similarly, all created beings, regardless of their level of complexity, possess an intangible internal nature, which corresponds to the human mind, and the tangible external form, which corresponds to the human body. Within each being, the internal nature, which is causal and subject, commands the external form. This relationship allows the individual being to exist and function purposefully as a creation of God. Animals live and move because their bodies are directed by an internal facility corresponding to the human mind, which endows them with a certain purpose. Plants maintain their organic function by virtue of their internal nature, which also operates like the human mind in some respects. Probing deeper still, we search for the ultimate cause which brought this energy, with its elements of internal nature and external form, into existence. This being would be the first cause of all the myriad things in the universe. As the first cause, it must also possess the dual characteristics of internal nature and external form which stand into position of subject partner to the internal natures and external forms of all beings. We call this first cause of the universe God, and we call God's internal nature and external form the original internal nature and original external form. 
As St. Paul indicated, by investigating characteristics that are universally present in the diverse things of creation, we can come to know the nature of God. God is the first cause of the entire universe and its subject partner, having the harmonious dual characteristics of original internal nature and original external form. We have already mentioned that the entities require for their existence the reciprocal relationship between the dual characteristics of yang and yin. It is only natural to surmise that God, the first cause of all things, also exists based on the reciprocal relationship between the dual characteristics of yang and yin. The verse, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God he created them, male and female he created them, supports the idea that God is the subject partner with dual characteristics of yang and yin in perfect harmony. What is the relationship between the dual characteristics of internal nature and external form and the dual characteristics of yang and yin? God's original internal nature and original external form each contain the mutual relationship of original yang and original yin. Therefore, original yang and original yin are attributes of original internal nature and original external form. The relationship between yang and yin is similar to that which exists between internal nature and external form. Yang and yin thus have the following mutual relationships. Internal and external, cause and result, subject partner and object partner, vertical and horizontal. For this reason, it is written in Genesis that God took a rib from the man, Adam, and created a woman, Eve, to be his helper. In this case, the yang and yin of God were manifested in masculinity and femininity. A human being attains perfection when he centers his life on his mind. Likewise, the creation becomes complete only when God stands as its center. Hence, the universe is a perfect organic body that moves only according to God's purpose of creation. As one organic body, the universe exists in a relationship of internal nature and external form, with God as the internal nature and the created universe as the external form. For this reason, it is written in the Bible that human beings, who are the center of the universe, are created in the image of God. Before the creation, God existed alone as the internal masculine subject partner. He therefore created the universe as his external and feminine object partner. This is supported by the Bible verse which states, Man is the image and glory of God. In recognition of God's position as the internal and masculine subject partner, we call him our Father. In summary, God is the subject in whom the dual characteristics of original internal nature and original external form are in harmony. At the same time, God is the harmonious union of masculinity and femininity, which manifests the qualities of original internal nature and original external form respectively. In relation to the universe, God is the subject partner, having the qualities of internal nature and masculinity.